0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc, episode number 1200.
1: First hire that you're going to probably need is going to be someone who could do cold calling and do small admin tasks for you, follow-ups, ensuring that you're on top of your text messaging. If anyone calls you back, is someone checking those voicemails? Is someone checking your mail? All those type of things need to be done for you on a consistent basis. Like Joe McCall likes to say, you got to have things done for you in spite of you.
0: Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc podcast. I'm your host today, Brent Bowers, the land man. And today I have Sean Young on with me. He is a longtime rhino. He's been in the wholesaling ink tribe for many, many years, just like myself. And he's going to be talking today about how he did his first real estate transaction. He made a call. He was making calls to the for sale by owner list. And on the eighth call, on the eighth call, he got a deal from someone that was about to have two mortgages and they agreed to sell them the house, sell Sean the house for exactly what was owed on the mortgage. They did what's called a sandwich lease option. And then he found Wholesaling Inc. and he sent out about $400 worth of mailers that he did seven deals. And then he had a little bit of a lag for about seven to eight months he didn't have any more deals. So today he's going to talk about how to keep that pump primed and how he's using virtual assistants to have consistent deal flow of five to seven deals a month. And I can't wait to get into it. Let's go ahead and jump right in. Hey, Sean, welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. How are you doing today, man? Hey, brother. Thank you for having me, Brent. Hey, thanks so much for being on. In about 30 to 60 seconds, let's tell the audience, let's tell Rhino Nation a little bit about yourself.
1: Guys, really quickly, guys. I'm Sean Young. I'm based here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I come from a sales executive background, was laid off. Like I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard that story. Jumped into real estate, heard it was a great way to make a lot of money. And uh, here I am, guys, now helping other folks all over the nation do the same thing.
0: All right. So let's pretend no one has heard this story. What did it feel like getting laid off or how did that happen? Like, Were you just a terrible employee and they just got rid of you or what?
1: Guys, let me tell you, I was in the
0: top 3% of the nation. I come from a sales executive background. My
1: company was based in Sweden. They decided to change the CEO of North America. He brought in his whole new staff, sales executives, project managers, everyone he changed. So literally in one day, 750 of us were out of there. So I told myself, you know what? I'm never going to be in a predicament where I allow a job to control my future or my destiny, guys. And that's when I made the leap
0: into real estate. Yeah, there you go. And I'll tell you, like you could even be in the top 3% and still lose your job. I have a student, we have a guy in the Landsharks community. His name is Will Lowry. Uh, One of the best things I ever heard anybody say, he said, we spent our weekends building the life we wanted rather than spending our weekends escaping the life that we currently had because he was Mm -hmm. too preparing for the life of his dreams. So what got you into wholesaling houses? Why wholesaling houses? There's so many real estate strategies out there. Like, Mm -hmm. Why did you choose wholesaling?
1: Well, guys, I had no clue what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted to get into real estate. So so the, this is a funny story, guys. I, I went, I'm went. i not going to mention the guy's name, but he has these hotel seminars still to this day where he, they go around all the cities, meet at the airport or downtown somewhere. And that's what I did. So I, they send you to this seminar to get you all hyped up and uh, send you to the back at the end and say, hey, pull out that credit card. Give us twenty, thirty thousand 30,000 bucks for these different packages. Being who I was, I said, hey, you know what? I've got to go all in I'm going all in. So I spent 30,000 bucks, guys. I spent a whole year not learning really much or doing much. I, I got a big course and a big packet of like CDs and videos and stuff to watch and but guys, I felt like either I was the dumbest person trying to do this or that this just wasn't for me. So I almost quit and went back into the workforce because for a year I was doing this, getting recruited by other companies. I saw a I went online and I googled creative ways to make money in real estate. Now, I didn't even know that that was like a term, creative ways, right? You know what popped up? Ron LeGrand's 99 cent course. Ron LeGrand's 99 cent course, guys. It's not available anymore, unfortunately. But I went through that course, knocked it out in two weeks. I made eight phone calls, six phone calls. No one answered. The seventh was a realtor. And the eighth was a sandwich lease option opportunity that yielded me $72,000, guys.
0: That was my interest into the, the real estate business. All right, so you got to explain, what is a sandwich lease option? A sandwich lease option,
1: guys, is just kind of how it sounds. Okay, the sandwich, just think of a sandwich. The top layer being the the seller, the motivated seller. The middle being the the meat, the tomatoes, all that good stuff, that's you. And then the bottom layer is your qualified tenant buyer. So you stand in the middle, we call that a sandwich lease option. It's an opportunity to get paid three times. Up front with the non-refundable option fee, in the middle, based upon the monthly spread on rent that you can collect over what's owed, P-I-T-I, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. And then you have an opportunity to get paid on the back end based upon the equity that's in that property as well. So what's up? So when, when
0: they buy it? Yeah, when they, when they actually cash out and get that loan and, and cash you out. That's interesting. So what I've, I've heard this entire time is you are a man of just taking massive, imperfect, violent action. Like You know the answers will come. But you're just taking the steps to do that. Well, yeah. I was, that was, you kind of led me right into my next question. I was like, how did you do that first deal? Like, Because most people listening to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, the Rhino Nation, we're trying to do our first deal. So that was your first deal. You called eight people and the eighth person was a sandwich lease option seller. Yeah, the San Francisco
1: option seller, it was a a couple, you know, you remember those first deals. It was a couple that was in a uh, a peculiar predicament. The husband worked for Delta Airlines, and he was on his way to be laid off as well. He had a 90-day window, and I came in as an opportunity to help them so that their credit wouldn't take a hit. They already had another home that they could move to, so they said, hey, we can't handle two mortgages. Can you help us out? Absolutely, 100%. I asked them, would you sell me your house for what's owed on the mortgage at the time of closing? They agreed. We agreed to the, the terms and it's history. But let me tell you something that was very important, guys. I had no clue what I was doing. Brent said it clearly. I was failing my way forward. I thought that that deal that was called a sandwich lease option, I thought that was a wholesale deal. <laughs> so you know what I did, guys? I heard about this awesome guy who I was lucky enough to meet at a seminar before he ever got started in, in real estate. His name is Tom Crow, guys. Old he Tom Crow. Let's
0: give a victory yeah. bell. Right Let's now. ring a bell
1: for that. <laughs> yeah, ring a bell for good old time, man. A great friend of mine, even to this day, still a mentor of mine now to this day, man. And he had a a company called Wholesaling Inc. And I was like, you know what? Wholesaling sounds like something I've been hearing a whole lot about. Let me actually pay for a coach. So I took some of my non-refundable options fee money and actually invested into a coach, guys. And, And it was the best investment I've ever made.
0: You took that money from your eighth phone call that you made Mm -hmm. and then reinvested those profits that you made on the front end, that first payment, into yourself again for further coaching. All right, now I want to hear what that looked like going forward. So actually, before I do that, Mm -hmm. so a lot of people are like, what are the steps to take to get started? You know, Sean sounds amazing. He's got all this energy but what about me? Like, I don't know who the heck to call. Like, how did you get that list? Where'd you find that list? What made you call that realtor? Then that eighth person, which was a Delta airlines pilot. Holy crap. Like (laughs) we think that pilots get paid pretty good money, right? Like Mm -hmm. you help that person to get out of a tough situation. where did you get that list?
1: Guys, I got that list from the, from Zillow for sale by owner guys. That's what I'm saying. I made seven phone calls. Seven didn't answer. The, the sixth didn't answer. The seventh was a realtor and the eighth person answered. And they had a for sale by owner listing. So that was how I got that deal. 100% free strategy. Anyone out there can do that, guys. If you have any free time on your hands, go to the for sale by owner section in Zillow. Look for folks who have their hand basically raised saying, hey, I want to sell my, my property. And especially folks who've had that hand raised for at least 90 days. They're even more motivated than the ones who, who just raised their hand. So that would be a, a great opportunity for you guys to get out there and get started with, you know, putting no no resistors in front of you. There's no, nothing that can stop you from making those calls. It doesn't cost you any money.
0: You're right, and, and that's the thing. Like that phone turns into like 850 pounds by like that fifth phone call. <laughs> I want to know, Sean, how many calls would you have made that you have a, a clear plan? Like today I'm going to make 10 phone calls, tomorrow I'm going to make 11. Like how did that look like? Because I mean, some people might have to make 16 or 20 or 32 calls to hit that person that you got on the eighth. Like what, what did that look like? What did that plan of action look like? Or was there a plan? Yeah, guys, my plan was, I, I didn't know how many calls. It, I thought maybe I could make, you know, 10 or
1: 15 calls a day, right? That's what I was thinking because I thought this was so easy. Let me tell you what else happened. So once I got the coach, Tom Crow back in this time period, he promoted heavily um, mailers. So we were doing a lot of mailers at this time. Guys, I spent maybe 400 bucks on mailers. I got 11 deals under contract within 30 days, guys. 11, 11 deals. Out of those 11, I closed seven. So I say that to say that I thought this business was going to be way easier than it was. So after those seven deals closed, it was seven to eight months before I closed another deal because I had no systems in place. I didn't realize I needed to make calls every day, do follow ups. I didn't understand all that stuff, even so though I had a stopped. coach that was telling me. You yep.
0: stopped pumping because I, I like people to yep. picture an old farmhouse pump. They're usually red. You know, you, you pump it a lot and all the air eventually goes out, and then you prime that pump, and that's what we call the deal flow. And yep. once the, the water's flowing out of that pump, you can slow down, but you can never, ever stop pumping it. And you don't have to be the person to pump it. You can find someone out there, you know, it could be in other countries or a partner to help you keep pumping as long as someone's over there pumping that thing continuously. And I know that you use a lot of virtual assistants. I want to hear about what you're doing with that as well. I'll tell you, I was introduced to virtual assistants to Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Workweek back in 2016. And I would not have, yeah, it's crazy. Like I would not have the land business I have today if it was not for virtual assistants
1: hundred percent, Rand, I agree with you. One thousand percent, actually. And I did read that book as well. And uh, Tom was actually telling me also, he's like, hey, you need some help. You got to get out of your own way. Uh, my mentality or my mindset, guys, remember, I was a top three percent sales executive. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like the top gun. And You're what I shark. realized, yeah, I thought I was a shark, guys. But what I quickly realized is that this business is not, it, it's sales, guys. But what we do is we go out and solve problems. So, we seek problems, and we're just solution oriented so we're we're there to provide a solution to problems. but I didn't understand that at first, and I didn't understand what Brent just said, which is you got to keep that well, you got to keep it pumping, even if you're not the one that's out there doing it because it's stopping a locomotive. it's super hard to get that thing started
0: back going again yeah you're and I'll tell you I'm guilty of it. I did the same thing I would send out I would send out a bunch of mailers. And then I'd get a little bit of results and then I would change the strategy of all today. I'm going to do cold calling. And then I would have to get that plane off the ground again. And then we start getting some results from cold calling. Oh man, this is freaking hard. Like I called 10 people and they've all yelled at me. Let's get the mail started back up again. And it's like, it was just a constant back and forth where, you know, and, and Tom again, teaches this as well. You've got to dominate one strategy and just stick with that strategy. And what does that mean? Like, dominating a strategy that that you know that you spend $400 worth of mailers, you get seven deals that produce, you know, $70,000 worth of profit. And you know, when those people are going to call, you know, when that mail is going to hit, it's almost like your oldest child, you know, what he's going to say when he gets home from school and what snack he's going to want. And if you don't have that snack in the pantry, you know exactly what he's going to say. And there's going to be a meltdown. Like that's dominating that one specific strategy. So a lot of people jump from strategy to strategy, and they stop pumping that well pump. So I'm glad I'm not the only one, Sean. So thanks for uh, making me feel better. You're not alone. You're not alone, brother. All right. So, what does a business like? I want to know what that second and that third deal look like, or what does the business look like today? Um, because I know the whole title of this episode is you know how to you know start a real estate investing company using virtual assistants, and I know you've been very good at that. Um, you even have a virtual assistant staffing company, and I might have just used the wrong words, but let's let's talk about that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, guys. Um, as Brent mentioned, I, I do have a virtual assistant agency. Um, we provide professionally trained uh, virtual assistants. All have four-year college degrees. They go through a three-step screening process, and the company is REI World Solutions. Anyone who's out here listening today, if you use the code FREEDOM, I'll make sure that you guys get 50% off of the one-time activation fee for getting your a virtual assistant because you absolutely need one. When I brought virtual assistants on with my company, guys, we went from doing one to two deals a month or every other month to doing five to seven deals consistently. It was a 100% game changer. So um, the first hire, if you guys are going to get out there and get a virtual assistant, I would say the first hire that you're going to probably need is going to be someone who could do cold calling and do small admin tasks for you, follow-ups. Ensuring that you're on top of your text messaging. If anyone calls you back, is someone checking those voicemails? Is someone checking your mail? All those type of things need to be done for you on a consistent basis. Like Joe McCall likes to say, you got to have things done for you in spite of you. So I love that concept and that term. And that's exactly what a virtual assistant needs to do, guys. So does Joe mean
0: that if he's on another trip to Europe or he's taking the entire Friday to go golfing, like things are <laughs> happening. I think that's what Joe meant, like by in spite of one hundred percent. Because I'll tell you, that's what Joe McCall. He's always on a trip or golfing. Mm-hmm. I talked to him last Friday. He had to move the meeting because he his his tea time was later. It's like, come on, Joe. Let me just talk <laughs> to one of your virtual assistants. No, I got to give him a hard time. He's going to be on the wholesaling podcast here very soon. But done for you mm-hmm. if you're on yep. vacation dead, uh, taking a break, hanging out with your family. Like Monday, I got me, my wife. I had to renew my passport on Monday. And we set an appointment. I thought it was going to be like an hour. Um, We got my mom, her passport, my three children, their passport. because We're going to uh, Costa Rica for six weeks. But oh my gosh, things still kept happening. Even though that took me eight hours, the business kept turning. And if it wasn't Mm -hmm. for my virtual assistants, it wasn't for my team. I'd be out of business. I wouldn't have been able to afford those passports. So uh, that just gave me like a warm fuzzy in my heart. So, all right. 100%. so I, I want to put myself in the shoes of the, the people just kind of like, okay, Sean, that sounds amazing, but I still haven't done my first deal. How can a virtual mm-hmm. assistant assist me and do my first deal? Because I work a nine to five job. I have three children, a husband that wants, you know, dinner on the table when he gets home or, or a, a spouse that wants dinner on the table when she gets home, like How do I start my business using the leverage, you know, the power of a virtual assistant?
1: Man, great, great, great questions, guys. And I'm sure most of you guys are, are asking yourself the same questions. How can I do this with a nine to five, a family, all that good stuff? Guys, picking the right virtual assistant is going to be crucial. Going with the right company is going to be crucial from the beginning, guys. There's a lot of folks that are out here that advertise, you know, that they're virtual assistants and they may charge. You know, five, six bucks or something, or you might find some companies that charge you 14, 15 bucks an hour. I say the sweet spot is going to be between seven to to about 11 bucks. And the reason being is because if they're not making, if you're not paying between that a dollar amount, your virtual assistant can't be making enough money to be motivated enough to stick with you, to only work for you and to do the job that you are, are expecting them to do because they're human beings. They have to make a living as well. Our company, we source our virtual assistants from the Philippines. We have our own facility, our own agency. So we're not arbitraging through another company. It's our own company. And again, our process, it's a little bit different because we under me being in the business still to this day, I understood that you need someone who's trained, who's managed and who's monitored. Also, most folks are just given a virtual assistant and they have no clue how to utilize them. They don't know what to do to get them started. They don't know how to talk to them each day. How to communicate? They have no clue, and that's usually the biggest factor that that prevents uh, someone who hires a virtual assistant from seeing success.
0: No, you hit it on the head because I was thinking a lot of people are are like thinking, okay, well, how do I know if that person is actually doing the work for me? What if they, you know, take my list and run with it, or what if they, you know, take from me intellectual property? So you said they're managed and monitored. Now, do you guys train them as well? What does that that training look like? Absolutely, guys. I want you to think of this like a match.com type of a
1: process. So we don't just put you, throw a virtual assistant at you. We ha- actually have an onboarding session with you. It's a discovery session where we discover what are your needs? How do you operate your business? And then we match those needs to the, to the skill set of one of our professionally trained
0: virtual assistants. All right. Give me an example of, you know, like one of your one of your you know clients that you work with that you've been able to provide a virtual assistant with that four year degree in the Thank Philippines you. they're making 7 to 11 dollars an hour you train them you're managing them you're monitoring them what does that look like for someone you know that's i don't know give me a success story someone that that's used this and gotten their business off the ground you know faster than they could have you know working their 9 to 5 job while working their 9 to 5 job I should say hundred percent, guys. I've got a ton of them. Let me just give you the latest
1: one. One of my latest clients, should I say. Um, Her name is Kiata, and she actually provided, it's so coincidental, she just sent me over a a video testimonial or video review this morning because she just wanted to. I didn't ask her for it. She was just like, Sean, this service has been tremendous. She started off with with two virtual assistants, guys. She's only been with us for three weeks. She started off with two cold callers, so to speak. She's also added an acquisition manager now. She was so pleased with her two cold callers that she's like, Sean, I've got 30 leads. I don't even have the time to to get to these leads. So I need some help. Can you help me out? I need someone else. So 100%. So those are success stories for me, guys. Someone who comes to me and says, Sean, I have the the ideas. I just had a new child. I just don't have the bandwidth to to spend. Can you help me out? Can you give me some quality folks that can really help me? I don't want to waste a bunch of money just paying folks. No, we can help you out.
0: So she's one of my newest success stories that I would, you know, that I'm super happy about. I am a student that takes action. I'm a student that takes that. I don't just listen to these podcasts. I write one point down, one bullet point down. It takes me five seconds to do that. But I take one more step. I get the information podcast, just like we're on right now. I write it down and then I take one more step and that's time block. From when I'm gonna take that action step. I go with my phone and put it on my on my calendar. And some people still use a hard calendar, time block. So when you're listening to these podcasts and you're like, holy crap, Sean had the best gold nugget there. When you pull over a park, you stop, mm-hmm. take once like five seconds to write that one sentence and then time block it. Tony Robbins says, never leave the scene of a goal without taking an action step because we have all these goals, all these dreams, and one day it's like, "Oh my God, six months has went by. I've heard that. Oh, there's my idea. It's going down the road now, and you missed out on that opportunity. So don't miss out on these, these life's opportunities. All right, Sean, for someone looking to get started, someone's like, "I need to get started yesterday. I hate my job, or maybe they don't hate their job. Maybe they're that single mother at home with their four children, and they're just like, "Gosh man, I'm tired of asking for money when I want to go out and get my nails done." How can they get started? What would you say? To that person looking to get started,
1: guys, go out there and figure it out. Find one avenue that you want to go down, guys. Because there's a lot of exit strategies, so to speak. There's a lot of cool new uh, catchphrases out there, guys. Figure out one that resonates with you. Find a person, find a coach, find a, a a mentor, find someone that you can that you just look up to, and model yourself after that person. That's going to be some of the best advice as well. If you find yourself following too many or chasing too many rabbits, so to speak, you'll catch none. So if you stay focused on at least, you know, one strategy, you'll have a much faster time at seeing results, you know, manifest themselves. Also, guys, I want to tell you this. You want to have discipline over motivation. All right. Motivation is fleeting. Motivation comes and it goes. You'll listen to this podcast. You'll be highly motivated, ready to take some action. But Brent just said it. You don't leave the scene of an idea without taking some form of an action. So when you are not feeling well, you go and do it anyway. When you wake up, you, you don't want to necessarily make these calls. You make them anyway, guys. You have to do dedication and discipline over
0: motivation. I'll leave it there. That is so good. And I just want to repeat that. The dog that chases two rabbits gets none. You can't chase two rabbits at one time. So you got to be very specific. And, and I love that, the, the habits, because, you know, I've always heard very successful people say that, but I didn't understand what you meant by that motivation or habits over motivation because motivation runs out. It's like Jim Rohn said, we got to take a shower at least once a day, sometimes twice because like the motivation just goes. But I finally, it finally hit me because the other day I was doing something. And now for two years, I've been going to the same gym really close to my house and my truck It drives itself like I don't have a self-driving truck, but like my body has now learned. So when I drop my children off or when the children leave in the morning, I automatically go to the gym. The other day I did it on accident, even though I had something else planned. So my habit (laughs) was running my life. So you have to build little habits like that. Mine just automatically drove myself to the gym. Now, I don't know how long that took me to do that because I'm never motivated to go to the gym. But- (laughs) My habit just takes me there, and I'm there. So I was like, "Well, I might as well just get this done." So that's an example, and it finally hit me, like when I did that the other day on accident. I was like, "I wasn't even going to the gym this morning. It just happened." So your habits will take control. So have good habits, <laughs> and then when you I have, have a bad habit, habits, guys, yeah, and then replace it. If if you have a bad habit, replace it with something else. Like yep. fill that time with something that's good. So, guys, Sean Young again. The REI World Solutions, use the discount code FREEDOM, that's F-R-E-E-D-O-M, and that gets you 50% off the one-time activation. Anything else, Sean? Did I forget anything else?
1: Guys, just go out there and take massive imperfect action. Like you've been hearing me and Brent speak about all episode long. We run in similar circles, guys, and um, and I can promise you any one of the folks in our circles are going to probably have the similar mindsets. They're going to say similar things, and it's not by chance. It's because it's by it's by design, guys. Don't try to figure out new ways to, to be successful. Just model yourself after those who are already where you want to be. Don't make this more complicated. Like, like one of our mentors says, business is simple. Entrepreneurs are complicated.
0: Don't be the complicated oh, piece. Rhino Nation, here you have it. Sean Young, again. REI World Solutions. Use code FREEDOM for 50% off. And speaking of freedom, if you're looking to build your freedom, to build your life of your dreams, I want you to head on over to wholesalinginc.com. That's wholesalinginc.com forward slash land. Schedule a call and let's start working on your lifestyle freedom. God bless. Look forward to the next one. Thanks for having me, Brent. My pleasure, Sean.